Hey everybody, welcome to the Posturing Pre-Med. My name is Maya Bizarra and I will be your host for this show. So this is my first episode and my goal with this podcast is to essentially unite all pre-med students in a way that um, can promote productive and supportive dialogue um, in in an environment that is notoriously toxic and competitive. So I am here today with Olivia Finks, who is a pre-med student at USC, um, and she's going to talk to us a little bit today about navigating this competitive path in the pre-med environment and her experience so far. Do you want to give a little introduction? Sure. Thanks, Maya, for having me. I'm really excited. So my name is Olivia. I am a junior at USC. I am studying health and human science, but I'm on the pre-med track. Um, And yeah, it's been a pretty good experience so far. So how would you describe your experience at USC, both in the context of your pre-med life and your life outside of that? Um, Would you say they're pretty different? Do you have to separate those two uh, identities? Right, that's a good question. Um, I think, well, USC is a great school. I've had an incredible time. I have been lucky to find really good friends um, and a great support system. So um, I think I've been lucky in that fact. Um, In terms of pre-med versus the rest of my life, I do think there's a bit of a separation there just because um, the the courses are very rigorous. The um, expectations are really high. And uh, I mean, as a college student, everyone has a ton of work to do. Um, But there are a lot of pressures in our majors that don't exist in every other major. So yeah, I think it has been difficult because I definitely have to balance what I'm doing socially, what I'm doing academically, and it's been interesting to navigate, but I think I'm starting to get the hang of it in my, finally, in my end of the third year. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, as a pre-med myself, I feel like it was really difficult freshman year when Mm -hmm. everyone was coming in from high school and excelled, and then all of a sudden you're thrown into this environment where you're taking multiple very rigorous science classes all at once and nobody really gives you um gives you a lending hand and you kind of have to prop yourself up and and um, really initiate your own type of uh productive productivity that you haven't experienced in high school especially when you're trying to make new friends um in freshman year and go to all these clubs make sure you're experienced um in multiple different things you don't want to fall short in anything and i think that's a lot of the a lot of time where uh, pre-meds start to become competitive not only in classes but also in outside of that and um so you see that in clubs you see that in um just their pre-med fraternities and and then when you start to talk about you know the future of medical schools um that competition starts to really become visible there totally um what how would you characterize the pre-med environment at usc and how have you been able to get through it so far what would you say is your experience sure um so i don't want to stereotype pre-meds but i i do think that we are all very academically driven obviously the stakes are quite high getting into medical school with such low acceptance rates and just we're all exceptional students here at usc so it's it's really hard to um 
all the <laughs> know that you are an academically strong person and have to technically like compete against everyone else to get into these schools. So um, I would say it's an extremely competitive environment, but I, I just think um, it's very cutthroat. I wish it was more collaborative because I think a lot of working in the real world is collaborative and I'm not sure why a lot of classes, for example, are based on a curve. So like the kid that does the best, kind of the kids or students call it killing the curve. So everyone has to do worse if someone does best. Right. So you're inherently, that's like the path to comparing exactly. yourself to other students. Exactly. It's almost set up in a system in a way that you're you have to, you have to feel obligated to compare yourself because you're always thinking, you're always in that mindset, I have to do better than them in order exactly. to get this grade. Exactly. Which is not how, I don't think that's how adult life should work. I don't think that's how medicine should work because medicine, the ultimate goal is to help others. We shouldn't be competing against each other in order to be the best at helping others. It just seems, it seems, um, counterproductive. Yeah, it seems counterproductive. Mm -hmm. So I do think that the, the culture is, really difficult. It's caused me a lot of stress, self-doubt. Um, it's There's been some really low points throughout my college career, but I think the most important thing that has helped me so much and honestly has kept me in this, I don't know if I would still be here, was my really close friend group of other pre-med students. And I'm really lucky that we all met each other early on in school. Uh, we were able to study together. We were able to socialize together. We kept each other balanced. We kept each other motivated. And it, it really was, I think, one of the number one contributors to my um, my like ability to keep up with the culture. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I would agree. Um, I definitely think that I had more of my doubts closer to, um, you know, middle end of freshman year when mm -hmm. I didn't really have as strong of a network of pre-med friends. And then when that network became stronger and as we grew together and as we progressed through this path together, it made me more confident in myself and, and also in my friends. And we, we just talked about, you know, our ambitions, our dreams yeah. in the, in the, you know, in the long-term future, as opposed to just thinking and getting stuck in, in a rut in your undergrad years, because thinking about the long-term and thinking, thinking about our, you know, our future goals is really, hopeful and reinvigorating, I think. Um, and it kind of helps me get out of that, that whole rut of thinking like, Oh my God, am I doing enough? Like, yeah. is this enough? Like, how can I be doing more? Because there, you know, as we exactly, were saying, like yeah. you're comparing yourself to other students, like this person's doing X, Y, and Z, but I'm only doing X and Y. Like mm -hmm. what it's, it's really hard to not do that. And, um, I think just focusing on yourself is like, the best way to get out of that situation because when I think it's really self-destructive when you start to compare yourself and that becomes your only focus. Totally. And I, I do think having a close friend group as, as dumb as it sounds, it's really comforting to know that like no one is perfect. These, a lot of these classes and exams and jobs are meant to challenge you and you like in all honesty you shouldn't be getting a's on everything because it, it's meant to challenge you help you grow and be the best doctor that you can and it's really nice to know when i do poorly on a test or an assignment or something that my friends feel the exact same way and i'm not sitting here like wow i'm too stupid to be a doctor i think it's really really helpful and comforting and we can all 
cry together. <laughs> yeah, totally. I mean, so when, when that does happen, when you do not, you know, you study super hard for an exam and then you don't get the grade that you want, how do you deal with that? Like, do you, is it more of like a rationalization type of situation? Do you just move on because you, you've learned how to deal with that yeah. or yeah. How do you go about that? That's a good question. I think I've really come a long way since the start of my time at school definitely freshman year I was not used to doing poorly on exams all in high school I considered myself really good at science I I thought I knew this stuff and these classes are challenging um and I felt like I put in the work and sometimes it just didn't show um and I, I think it partially was I wasn't studying how I was supposed to I you just have to learn and grow throughout that whole thing so when um things like that do happen I think initially I was really upset about it. Felt super, um, just a lot of self doubt. Felt like maybe this isn't right for me. And then talking with my friends, realizing that we all kind of felt the same way, uh, kind of kept me through it. Um, and now, honestly, I still have a hard time with it. It's never easy to not do well after putting in a lot of work, but I've just had to come to terms with it. It's not a reflection of yourself. If you, um, I was talking about this with actually my friends recently. If you put in as much work as possible, there's really nothing else you can do. So I always just try to do the best that I can. And then if it doesn't go well, um, just try again next time. And uh, it's going to be upsetting for a few hours and then you'll, you'll find a way to make it okay. Mm -hmm. And, and I know, and I know you're really stressing like the idea of having those group of mm -hmm. friends so you can talk about that with them and kind of, you know, come to consolation with some of the failures, some of the successes. Mm -hmm. um, how do you, for all those out there who are struggling to find that very group of people that you're talking about, how were you able to find your people? And I guess, how would you recommend other people find theirs? Yeah, totally. Um, I, I feel really lucky to have the people that I do in my life because I know a lot of people don't have that through college and it, makes it that much harder. I think I, right off the bat in college, went to everything I could. I tried to be really social. And I'm personally not a super extroverted person, but um, I really felt like I wanted to make friends. I went to club meetings where I met one of my current roommates. Um, I talked to people in lab where I met another one of my roommates and it was, it was awesome. So I feel like just doing as much as you can um, when, especially when you have the time right off the bat in college um, and really just be open to meeting people. You're, you'll be surprised by how many like cool, friendly, um, hardworking pre-med people are out there. And I think you'll be able to find your people. Just, just don't close doors. Yeah, totally. That's awesome. Um, well, um, a little switch up in our discussion um, so you're talking about your network of friends and obviously that's like a valuable resource. Maybe it's not as concrete as someone might perceive, but it's definitely a resource that's helpful um, and, and something that is critical to your success mentally um, and then also academically, I would say. Do you think most people have access to the resources uh, that are available in the pre-med life in pre-med life that's required for success or do you think there needs to be some work i think uh, one of the biggest problems with the pre-med 
uh, course is that it is so independent despite I do like it's a really bizarre phenomenon because I feel like there are a ton of resources like there are tutors um we have like peer tutoring I actually work as a peer tutor at USC um we have like supplemental instruction teachers have office hours and all that stuff but for some reason I still feel like they're really not utilized and organized to their full potential um for example, like, as I said, I'm a tutor and a lot of people don't know about it. It's really not publicized as much as it should be, because I think a lot of people would benefit from just speaking to a peer about maybe a concept they're confused by. So um, I, I don't think that the resources are utilized the best way that they could be, despite them being there. Mm -hmm. I just don't think they're utilized correctly. So um, I don't know. It, it's definitely something that I think could change and it is part of the culture because everyone is so competitive and and independent that maybe they're not looking to be more collaborative mm -hmm. maybe not looking to um talk to others about where they may be struggling but i think it could really help everyone and benefit everyone so i don't know why that's a problem yeah it's interesting because i feel like if any if a given student has um, access to resources or knows about a specific thing that's really helped them, mm -hmm. you know, uh, either improve or be successful in a certain class or in something else related to their academic, um, life, they'd rather, you know, keep it hidden as opposed to sharing it with yeah, others because totally. they know that they could put others at, you know, give a, give them a leg up or an advantage. Yeah. And terrible. <laughs> I know it is, it really is. Yeah. Um, but that's it. That's that's exactly what we're talking about. It's just the system that's like inherently meant to keep others down mm -hmm. and try to while keeping a few, um, you know, uplifted. And I think it's super difficult um, knowing that and trying to continue through this path um, because and also knowing that we need more doctors. And yeah. yet how do we how do we, you know, deal with two of these? How do we let those two ideas coexist and allow them to I mean, they just don't work. They're yeah. they're contradictory of each other of each other. So I think it's it's really interesting to see how um, the pre med system is set up so that you know we can weed out students, and then at the same time we also need more doctors. Right. So it's very interesting, and I don't know. Um, I I would wonder if if it would change at some point, um, or if there would be an, a, enough traction in a movement from students to say, Hey, like we don't like this yeah. or it shouldn't be this way. But I feel like there's almost this status quo with pre-med students in terms of like keeping it how it is just exactly. so they can yeah. thrive. Well, yeah. you know, yeah, it's really weird. It is really weird. And I, it really doesn't make sense, but I just feel like there's always the talk of like, well, you think this is hard, like med school is going to be harder, mm -hmm. like, and then residency is going to be even harder. Like you've seen Grey's Anatomy. They mm -hmm. don't sleep that whole time. Just the entire, the entire, um, image of medicine is so intense and all, it is, it is a, it is a very, um, difficult occupation, but I, I mean, from the few doctors I've talked to, they like have great quality of life. They have balance and are happy and not constantly stressed as it is portrayed often. And I, I just wish that was the, the life balance was talked about more rather than just the, you're going to sacrifice everything to do this. Mm -hmm. So um, I don't know, because I feel like they said that about being pre-med and I've been able to 
completely enjoy college and do things outside of study. Yeah. So I don't know. I just think that we need to reimagine or just like rebrand mm-hmm. medicine really. Mm-hmm. And I think before rebranding even, we first need to, you know, actually change the system and yeah. then so reevaluate and then in some way vocalize to whoever is in charge. I, I don't even know how we would go about this, but some way re- reform um, the system so that we be- can begin to rebrand it because right. it does intimidate a lot of people that would love to be doctors. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we just don't have them going into that path because they're so intimidated or hear from others that it's like an impossible path. Right. So they just choose not to go into it or they switch out of it. Exactly. Um, so it's really discouraging for those that should, you know, should be willing yeah, to do that. and make great doctors. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess so to close out our conversation about this, uh, what advice would you give to other incoming and then I guess current pre-med students? Oh, lots of things. Because <laughs> I feel like I had a lot of bumps along the way. I think probably the biggest thing was if you're doubting yourself, so is every other, every single other pre-med. They just don't show it. Mm-hmm. And when they're texting in those great memes and bragging and making it seem like they're flying through it. They're not. Everyone is struggling. Everyone is having a hard time. Everyone self-doubts. So just keep going. Um, it is, it's a lot of work, but it is completely possible to balance it with, with everything, like socially, academically, mental health wise. It's completely possible. So don't, just don't, don't stress too much. Cut yourself some slack. <laughs> exactly. I think Cut yourself some yeah, slack. I think. And then my second advice would be find a great group of friends. I would not still be pre-med if it weren't for my friends to motivate me and and tell me that I'm being dramatic when I start self-doubting. And yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for having yeah, thanks for, for being ha- here today, Olivia. So thanks I for really having appreciate me. it. Um, you can follow uh, the posturing pre-med at the posturing pre-med on Instagram. Um, and we'll be hosting our next podcast in next week. Feel free to comment podcast ideas, podcast topics, um, anything you'd love to hear or want to know more about. Um, and we'll be happy to discuss it. Hope everyone has an amazing week. Thank you.